a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What does it look like to have your annual meeting virtually? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns with WordSouth, your host once again. And I'm joined on this episode by Chad Mix, who is the marketing director up at Norvato in northern Wisconsin. So Chad, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Um, what we'll be talking about, uh, Chad and, and his group up there at Norvato, uh, as far as I know, uh, is either the first or one of the first um, cooperatives to have their annual meeting completely virtually. Uh, which is something that in this time um, of the, the COVID-19 pandemic going around that a lot of folks are probably um, looking at in the future if they're not already taking steps in that direction. So I wanted to be sure to have Chad on um, to, to talk about how they did things up at Norvato. So I appreciate you uh, being willing to share your ideas. But uh, so the annual meeting um, overall, uh, before we get into specifics, how do you feel it went? I think it went really well. Um, You know, from an attendance perspective, it was the largest event we've ever had. Wow. Um, So I, and by a factor of three, so a big increase. Um, So I think, you know, from an attendance perspective, it was great. Um, We did have a couple of issues that we experienced because we had so many people. Um, You know, we thought that our website resources um, we're up to the challenge, but with the number of folks that we had accessing at the same time, um, we had to make some adjustments on the fly, which didn't prevent, um, you know, there might've been a couple of people that didn't get in and, and we still took care of them. But for the most part, we were still able to get everyone in. Excellent. Well, that's a pretty good response. If it's uh, if that, you know, that's a good problem to have, I guess. So uh, yeah. that's great. Well, let's talk about, um, the timeline. Let's start there. Let's start back at, at when you guys first started thinking about, because you've only been at Norvato a couple of months. You're still uh, fairly new up there. When did the process start when you guys started thinking, you know, hey, we may have to do this um, virtually. What are our options? Yeah, it started pretty much when I started um, with the company, which was early March. So I think by mid-March, uh, we had made the determination that we were not going to be able to have an in-person um, annual meeting, and we had to come up with a solution. Um, obviously, a virtual annual meeting is, you know, we could have done something recorded maybe, but we, we really wanted to keep it um, in, a, in the same vein as a live meeting where people, you know, could interact with a moderator, where beforehand they could talk to our employees. And so we thought a virtual annual meeting would, um, would be the best choice. So around mid-March is when we started. And then to do that, it wasn't just as simple as, you know, crossing out the the location on the posters. You guys had to change um, the bylaws to allow that to happen. We did. Um, we, we changed the bylaws to allow for a virtual annual meeting so that it was legal and, um, you know, everything done the proper way. But we, yeah, we did have to change the bylaws. So our CEO, you know, worked with our board to make those changes um, in a pretty quick time because, you know, our meeting was the, you know, was in, in um, at the end of last month, at the end, end of April. So, you know, we, we had to work quickly. Definitely. Was there, uh, and if you can talk to us in a little bit of the decision-making process, was there, um, 
was there talk of canceling or postponing um, as opposed to doing it virtually? You know, I mean, there, there was talk of it. It didn't last very long. I, mean, okay. I, think, I think our reaction was we want to put this meeting on. Um, we, we think our members, you know, we know our members look forward to it. We've had good attendance in person um, and, and we want to take care of it. So, um, you know, there was some discussion around do we cancel? Do we postpone? What are the legalities of that? Um, and that quickly moved to let's just keep it the same date, same time and do it virtually. Excellent. And of course, you know, being the telecom, being the, the internet provider up there, you know, it's, it's a chance to showcase your network and showcase what, what the technology can do. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, obviously, you guys have um, the fiber network up there, which I'm sure helped. But um, if you can talk me through some of what you had to do to get ready uh, in the thinking, um, you know, did you have to uh, learn some new software to do it and then kind of map it out uh, how things will work um, virtually? I guess there are a couple of questions in there. So let's start with the, the staging and the programming and all that. What were some things that you decided um, that you, you needed to do virtually, but they had to be a little different um, in terms of staging, programming, um, the, the, and that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I think in terms of how we put the how we put the platform together to be able to accomplish this, you know, our our choices were you know use a WebEx type of a tool, um, which we don't have WebEx. We we use Microsoft Teams, and that has a limit on the number of folks. So there were some problems there. Uh, we could have used just something like YouTube or Facebook or something like that to go live, but then you don't have the control to manage who's logging in, to keep it private, to award um, incentives for people to show up. We give a bill credit for, for people to show up. So, so we had to manage that process. And so we quickly got to um, the conclusion that we had to build something. So, so we built um, using existing tools. You know, we didn't custom build it. I mean, we used things that were out there, but we put them together on our website to be able to manage the the meeting. And so we did it, you know, in a semi-custom way, I would say. Okay. Um, and what were, so did you guys have a vote in this one in particular? Um, so that, that presents its own set of challenges. Yeah, we, there, there was voting. It, there were no major votes, I would say, but they voted on accepting the minutes from the prior year and, you know, opening and closing or concluding the meeting. Um, and should something have come up in like new business where it had to be taken to a vote, we, we were, we were able to do that. Um, and so that's what I'm, that, that's one of the tools that we added, uh, when we built this sort of platform was to be able to moderate questions that were coming in and answer those to people. Obviously, um, you know, it's through chat, um, or a chat type of tool, um, and then be able to launch polls or voting um, with options for people to be able to say yay or nay um, and, um, and record those votes. So talk me through uh, the different components of it. So I'm assuming you had a, um, a, a welcome or a, a speech, an update from the, uh, the general manager. Um, what were some of the other parts of the meeting that you had and how did that translate to uh, virtual? Yeah, I mean, I think the meeting was 
very similar to an in-person meeting that we've held in the past, or at least that's what I've been told. I haven't attended one. Sure. Personally. Um, I think we followed a very similar agenda where we, um, uh, you know, our CEO welcomed folks in, um, some of the board members spoke, we introduced those people, um, and then followed through the normal agenda, which was, you know, I may miss a couple of things here, but approving the minutes, going over our financials, um, talking about anything that will change in 2020 that would affect the member, like price increases or um, channels changing or things like that. Um, you know, opening up to new business to be discussed and those kinds of things. What we didn't do on the virtual annual meeting was um, vote for board of directors. We, we took care of that in advance. So we knew in advance if there were any contested seats, um, who won. And we announced that um, during the virtual annual meeting. But okay. we didn't vote on that um, that big of an issue uh, sure. on the virtual platform. That was done by mail or something ahead of time. Yeah, it was done in, in advance by mail. What and did they, they do it online too? But we sent the mailer, and they could send it in or do or do it online. Sure. What did the um, on the back end where you guys were? What did the the speeches look like? Were they all together with the video going, or were they on their own computer, their own webcams uh, for the board members and and the general manager? Well, they were together in our training room. Um, so, so we had the board of directors and our, or at least some of them, and then sure. our um, CEO or general manager um, there, along with some of our marketing staff that was, you know, running the back, you know, the back end of the system. Um, so it, it looked pretty seamless. Um, you know, I was at home um, answering questions and moderating, but watching virtually, um, and and I found it. It looked pretty smooth. Um, uh, you know, as you're waiting to get people in because there's one-way audio only, you know, there's a little bit of a, you know, awkwardness where you're saying, well, hi, everybody. You know, um, it's five o'clock. We're going to start in two minutes. We see a lot of people still coming in. We want to give them a chance. We're going to mute. You know, there's a little bit of awkwardness because you don't get a response. Um, now I was getting a response on, um, on the moderation where people were saying, oh, I can hear it just fine. And just kind of talking to me. And so, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it went well, we did have one call in our, our accountant, um, uh, called in and, uh, gave his report, um, over the phone and that worked fine too. We just played it on the conference phone in the training room. Okay. And it, brought, it broadcast just fine. Now, I know the, um, let me see how to talk through this. I know the usual demographic that attends annual meetings uh, probably skews a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and that's where uh, at times there's a little bit of the learning curve um, with technology. What kind of response did you hear from folks? Sounds like if you had that many people, um, you know, joining there, there, you guys apparently made it very easy for them to get going. Yeah, I mean, I think it was relatively easy. You know, we got the notices out early. We started receiving questions in advance so that we could we could help. Um, you know, in the notice, we published that your access to, to the meeting is your member number. Um, and so their member number was right on the notice. But we also opened it up on the back end so that if they put in their account number, they could access the meeting as well. So we tried to do some things to make it as easy as possible. Certainly people had 
some difficulty, especially when you're in a demographic that's not used to the technology. Sure. Um, and part of it wasn't, part of their difficulty wasn't that, hey, I go to this website and I log in and that's hard. They, they had that figured out. What was, what was difficult is when we started to maximize our web hosting resources, they didn't know what they were doing wrong. And turns out they weren't doing anything wrong. They just had to wait a little bit for it to um, catch up and allow them to, to also join. Um, and so we would receive calls and chats and, um, and in the moderation chat, we would also get messages that, hey, I can't see the video or, or whatever was happening. Okay. Um, certainly some people, you know, this was a challenge for them because they're not, not used to it. But I would say for the most part, um, people were able to access. It was fairly easy. Where they had difficulty, difficulty was more our fault um, and could easily be corrected um, had we expected the number of folks that attended. That leads right into um, my next question uh, is what are some things that you learned um, that, that you'll do differently next time? Or what are some things that, that really worked well or some, whether it's, you know, the technology systems or, um, you know, what are some things that, that you'll do differently and what, what were you really um, pleasantly surprised that went well? Yeah, I think overall, I felt really good, you know, going in, having kind of built something from scratch um, or pieced together the parts sure. to make it work. Um, you know, we, 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 we were a little nervous, right, from a marketing group's perspective, but we had tested, we've done, we did a lot of testing sure. um, uh, with our marketing group and with our whole employee base. Um, and so we had a pretty good sense of what we were to expect, right? And we made some corrections um, based on the employee test and how they were trying to log in and where they had difficulties. So that was really helpful. Overall, I think the system worked really, really well, and we were all very happy with its functionality. So um, our website, if uh, you know, from going to our website to log in, um, logging in with your member number, and us being able to track that on the back end to say okay, they logged in and we need to assign a bill credit to them for doing so. Um, and then the voting and moderate, moderating worked really well. Um, the one thing that we could do a little better in that regard is, um, you know, have our board give people more time because they voted, but then, you know, they're, they're not used to waiting for something that they can't see happening. Sure. Um, so we had to slow them down a little bit during the meeting, but I think, you know, all those things are just things that could get corrected. So the tools and the way the site worked, um, the way the system was built, I think worked great. What, what was problematic for us really was that we did not increase our web hosting resources, our CPU. Um, and we, we were maxing it out because of the number of folks, which caused delays in them getting in. We, we pivoted and sent some folks directly to YouTube and manually track uh, who was watching from there. Okay. So that we'll give them the bill credit. Um, and that's what we did. We used YouTube's um, uh, live streaming on our site. You know, we, we broadcasted on our site, but it was also available on our channel if you had the link to log in. So, so, so we did that in a worst case scenario. But if we would... Um, and we would in previous years increase our resources on the web hosting, I don't think we would have had an issue. 
um, with people logging in. Yeah. Now, that's always a guess, you know, how many people sure. are and how much should we buy? But I think we could oversubscribe for a month or two and make sure that we're taking care of our members and things would have been fine. Got it. And we'll be in the future. Sure. Well, in the future, um, this is good. We got a good thing going because that's right where I was headed next. Um, do you think this changes anything? You know, suppose by this time next year, everything is back to, um, you know, people being able to gather together, that sort of thing. Um, do you think this changes anything big picture about the way you guys do annual meetings or other events in the future? Yeah, I think it does. Um, you know, the final decisions on what we do in the future have not yet been made. Sure. But there has been discussion in our, our um, wrap-up meetings that we'd like to continue to do this from a virtual perspective due to the number of people that attended. Sure. Um, you know, we want to get the message out to our members. Um, so the more people that are there, the, the more we're accomplishing the goal of the annual meeting. Um, you know, the downside, there are some downsides, some of that personal touch and talking to folks, but, but we did a lot of it um, just virtually. Um, I think we can take care of it in other ways throughout the year and then use the virtual annual meeting platform to really grow the audience. Um, so the thought is, is that we would continue to do this moving forward. Um, our CEO needs to, you know, work with our board of directors on sure. that. But the thought is that we would continue. Excellent. Uh, last thing for you here. Uh, if there is somebody out there at another co-op who is thinking about, um, you know, they're looking at their annual meeting coming up in a couple of months, like you were, um, and they're on the fence. Do we try to postpone or, you know, what do we do? Do we try virtual? What would you say to those folks or what, uh, what advice could you give them um, on, on making that decision and, and on taking steps to move forward? I would do it virtually. Um, you know, I would recommend that they move forward and doing it virtually and just keep, you know, keep doing business as usual, right? Instead of postponing and changing and, you know, who knows? And when they postpone, it could have to be postponed again, right? Um, so I think do it, hopefully not, but I think just do it virtually. My, my recommendation would be to make sure you get the tools that accomplish the objectives that you're seeking. You know, so if it's private, um, and you want it to be live and you're giving a bill credit or some reward for attending, then you need to get the tools to manage that, right? And if you want to have questions, you need to have the moderation tools. And if you want them to vote, you need the voting tools. And so I would say just make sure you understand those objectives that you're trying to accomplish. Get the tools that um, enable you to do that um, and then test it. Because um, we learned a lot through our testing and we did a lot more testing than we originally thought we would. Okay. Uh, we thought we'd do a marketing test, a, a employee test, and off we go. But we did about 10 marketing tests, two employee tests, and then off we go. But in the future, um, you know, we wouldn't have to do that. We'd probably run right. a test or two and, you know, the, the, the foundation has been built. So I would say make sure you test. Um, work out the bugs in advance before you have a big audience and then um, and then you'll be ready to go. And I think that everybody will experience something similar where their audience increases exponentially because it's a lot easier. Um, it's a lot easier to log in um, and, you know, during this time to sit and listen to it. Excellent. Um, I know I said that was last, but as I'm thinking, do you think that two months, because you guys were looking at... Um 
you made the decision in early March or you started thinking about early March, make the decision in mid March and then have the meeting at the end of April. Was that enough time? Uh, is that about right? Did you guys feel really rushed or would you, if, if you're somebody else, would you give yourself a little more time uh, or does that seem about the right window? You know, that's always hard to say. I think it's a little bit dependent on your staff and your sure. contractors, you know, for me, I felt like, and I think for our staff too, I felt like it was perfect. Um, you know, we had to move quickly, but we weren't com- totally under the gun, right? We had enough time to do the research and get it put together. Got it. Um, you, know, the, you know, if we had more time, we probably would have done more testing and tweaking and we could have added different things. But um, overall, I think that that was plenty of time to accomplish what we needed. Got it. I appreciate you allowing that, uh, that bonus question there at the end. So uh, thanks for that. He is Chad Mix. He is the marketing director at Norvado up in Wisconsin. Chad, thanks for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm your host, Andy Johns. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.